Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello to anyone listening. This is a fun one that I wanted to try out. Um, I started work early today. And by the way, this is our hate traffic uh, series. Uh, so I, I work today because I'm getting tomorrow off. Uh, and my wife was coming back from Japan today at 5 p.m. So originally she was going to get one of those shuttle things and, uh, and arrive pretty close to the house. But the, uh, I started thinking, you know what, I, I <laughs> don't tell her, but... Um, I was kind of missing her and um, I kind of thought why not why not go a little out of your way and try to get there right when she shows up and and so I just decided yeah you know what why not I'll I'll start work early that day and I knew it was gonna start getting a little hectic anyway and it's later in the week and traffic's been pretty bad Um, hence the I hate traffic podcast um, so, so, uh, beware in case, a uh, little word gets slips out here and there. Um, I try to limit them, but sometimes it's not effective to not use them. Okay. So where was I? Uh, trying to fix the air here. So I decided, you know what, on Thursday, I'll just start early. I know that I'm going to probably be doing things the night before and just cleaning up a little before the wife came home. Um, not that she would give me anything for uh, not doing or doing. It's uh, just a thing. I'm not pussy whipped. But maybe I am, but not on that. So, uh, so I decide, yeah, you know what, I'll work an hour early. And I started thinking, you know what, traffic's not been too good to me during the week during work and I might as well just give myself a little more time so I decided what about two hours before that would get me off instead of at 4 30 I'd be off at 3 30 for one hour obviously and then so uh 2 30 but I set my alarm one hour earlier so now I'm waking up at 5 a.m and I actually woke up uh I hope it's not too noisy it's a Oh seven, so uh, I don't know. Okay, the levels look okay, but uh, if you don't hear it, then it doesn't matter, right? So you know, let me put it back where I had it. So just sit back. Remember, we're in traffic. Uh, so I wanted to start early, and I decided, you know what? Why not start? I just want to get the gain levels right since it's newer it's not gonna be too bad but I don't want it to be uh, peaking at any point so we're gonna be at 35 hopefully that's not too bad 
and uh, uh, you know what let me play it safe let me go back to 30 okay so uh, where was I where was I um, okay so I decided to start early and I did I uh, actually started uh, and here's where the problem starts because at five five was it yeah at five when I woke up geez was it geez okay so I, I woke up at five and then um, or maybe I woke up at 4 30 so I started getting ready I had my lunch ready and all my other stuff uh, so I didn't have to worry too much I didn't get a chance to um, do everything in the morning but it wasn't too bad and so uh, sorry I'm just getting my stuff together my earpieces and whatnot so if I get a call I can switch right to it and start talking um, and so yeah I I woke up and then maybe 20 minutes in I checked in and I don't know if it was just coincidence or what but uh, it was a thing where hey uh, you're gonna need this part do you have one and obviously it, it's not that common um, maybe I should anyway so I don't have it and he says oh, okay why don't you go ahead and come in so now I'm scrambling now I'm trying to get everything together and get out of the house as soon as possible so that I, I can count that as the time on uh, not that he would really nitpick um, I, I don't work for free so if I stay late I, I always charge it I don't, uh, I don't I don't hesitate unless it's only like five or ten minutes I, I, I'm I'm understanding but I, I still uh, am trying to be very firm in the time and my time and um, uh, okay so so I, I show up at the shop and I I guess I, I normally start at eight. So if I was there um, two hours, I, I would have been there by six. Now I was there maybe six twenty. So then I'm I'm thinking, you know what? May, I won't tell him that I started at six. Maybe I'll just call it six thirty. And so that leaves me off instead of two thirty at three. And you know where I'm going with this. Um, I, I don't know if I've mentioned what time it is now, but. Um, here we go more uh, deeper into this um, nonsense just to try and um, fill some time or explain why I might be a bit frustrated and so uh, hang on I'm getting on the freeway now check my mirror am I good there all right um, so so I start early and I, I figure, okay, I'm going to be off at three. So I got uh, four, four jobs to do. These are trouble calls. So these are problems that I need to resolve. I can't service my elevators because I have these. These are priority. And so one of them is really far out there. So even though I got on the freeway early enough, I still had probably, I would say, close to 50 miles to get there. And if you're not from LA, it probably doesn't sound like that much, but when you consider so much traffic, that counts as uh, probably anywhere from an hour to two hours. Uh, if it was this week, I would have called it immediately two hours, but 
um, it, it's difficult to to know. And so, uh, so there I go. I, I go to that first one, and I still I, I'm working on it, and I'm trying to figure this why this thing is doing this, and I find an issue, and I resolve another thing, and. I talk to the boss, I talk to my old mechanic and he's giving me tips and then I try a couple more things and um, it was all right, it was okay. And then, so I get out of there. I don't even talk to the guy because I'm afraid that he'll say, oh, one other thing or I uh, want to go check the elevator and I just didn't want to waste more time. I'd been there a couple hours already. And so I go to the other one and uh, quite a ways also of a drive maybe another 30 miles in the opposite direction uh, so back from where I started and then uh, so I, I, I start let's say on, on at one point then I drove 50 miles out and then I drove 20 miles back uh, but in a slightly different direction a little more south than where I was not that not that this really matters right so uh, so I get there and for some reason they're really weird about these this building so they put deadbolt and they locked up the stairway so they don't you can't go from the first floor down to the basement without walking around the building so they, I don't like this building as much because I always have to check in at the front desk and then they call the girl and she's almost out and then I have to remind them again and then she comes out out I don't know a couple minutes after that and then she tries to do a little small talk and I'm like just open the doors just just unlock everything I need and, and let me do my job. You're not, you're wasting a lot of my time. And meanwhile, I'm even worried that I might get a call during that time because I'm going to have to get out of there if it's someone stuck somewhere. And so we walk around the building. She says, oh, the elevator's stuck, so we can't take it. Let's walk around. And the ramp uh, has a gate and it's locked. And now I'm thinking, actually, Maybe this audio is like, I, I hate work and I hate traffic, uh, something like that. It's a crossover to look for the I hate work podcast. Um, you know what? I might do that. I'll, I'll call it that just because I named it here because uh, I don't edit my stuff and I don't uh, it's so much work. But OK, so the gate is locked and she says she starts making phone calls and she says the guy that actually has the key for that gate is it says that he'll be here in an hour and a half i'm really sorry i'm really sorry and she's an attractive woman she's uh latin uh, a little bit taller than me i think or maybe that's because she's always in heels but she dresses nice and she seems like a cool attractive woman uh, but she's trying to be polite meanwhile wasting a lot of my time and so she says uh, it's gonna be that long and i, I say, well, you know what i have a job that's not too far away I can go do that and then come back uh, an hour and a half. That's that's fine. That'll work for me, and and so I go do the other job, and it takes a little bit longer, but it not too bad. Uh, overall, a success. I come back. It's about an hour and a half to two hours later from when I talked to the lady, the woman, and now the gate's open, so I don't even go look for her. I just go straight walk down that ramp I know there's camera so she, she'll know that I'm down there and I start digging in figuring what's going on so I find the issue after this is a, a I don't I don't want to get too specific or, or detailed into this but 
this elevator is not common at least not common for elevators that I have and there's some circuits that I've never seen before and there's some uh, aspects to it that are just not common uh, to, to be very vague and so I was confused as to why it was doing something and I had to call my old mechanic the guy that trained me really cool guy so I ask him he gives me a couple tips and then I figure it out but there's still another problem which I didn't know now the elevator will run from inside the elevator but the outside buttons are shut off some for some reason some relay must have fell out or some setting or switch must have been changed I don't know of any circuit in this elevator so now I, I realize oh no this is tragic I can't uh, oh not to mention that the elevator runs down really slow so the uh, how perfect is it right that the all the way at the top of the hoistway is where this uh, this issue is so I go all the way up there using the elevator of course I'm just pushing buttons it's not like I'm using physical exertion Ex exertion Ex exertion you know what I mean um, I'm not I'm not physically walking up there but anyway I'm going all the way up there I find the problem um, and then I start uh, moving the elevator down well it's crawling down and then after a while it just stops and it, it would just do like a I don't know three-quarters of an inch drop and stop and then three-quarter of an inch drop and then stop and, and this is because the seal at the bottom is a little tight now and, and for other reasons but so it, it's just kind of bouncing down and I, I figure oh man come on you got to be kidding me so I, I gotta wait for it to get far down enough where I can actually uh, move it I can actually hop out and see if I can put it normal or uh, run it a different way but there's no option in sight and then and uh, so I, I wasted a lot of time there and I'm looking at the clock the whole time and one o'clock when I got there and then it comes to, comes to two and then it becomes three and now I'm starting to get worried and I, I think you know what I should be off right now right at three I actually it was like ten minutes to three and I, I it was right before I had found that problem so I figured you know what no I'm not gonna be able to let this run and uh, so I, I had to go up to the office and tell the girl I believe that the woman that I was dealing with that I always deal with wasn't there so I just let them know you know what I gotta go but somebody's gonna show up tomorrow I talked to my boss it's at the bottom if you need it but um, it's gonna be off and so hang on a sec. Okay, so I just got a message saying they're, they're there. Uh, they just landed, so good. Now by the time they get their luggage, I should be okay. Even though I saw a bit of traffic on the way back. So I had to... Okay, so I got off at 3. I explained that. I explained it to my office. I check out with the boss. Uh, and I've had a headache the whole day. So um, I finished the last of my lunch. I eat a couple fruits and I'm getting everything in my vehicle ready. Just my, my daily log, my notes, my backpack, shirt, uh, 
lunch containers, water bottles, any, anything like that. And I'm, I'm putting it all together so that when I'm ready to, uh, to get home, I can just grab two bags, lock the door, get out and switch cars and go pick them up. So, And so, 3 o'clock, I hop on the freeway and I, I figure, you know what, not too bad. All right, uh, we're looking good. Uh, usually, the traffic starts at about 4. And for this time, for this, yesterday, it wasn't too bad either. It, usually, if I get on the, uh, on the road, I don't know, it, it, usually around 4, it's still pretty good. It, but it's like borderline. It, it's sh shifting over to the uh, end of the day's traffic and so I hop on and it starts to slow down and it's getting a little sluggish and I'm starting to get a little uh, worried and uh, give me a second um, ah jeez now I have to tell them to a as I'm trying to explain this it starts to slow down so let me say 15 maybe. You never want to say too little or too much. So 15 is kind of a happy medium for this scenario. If I would have said five minutes, you would have thought I'm parking. If I say 30 minutes, they might want to instead of getting the shuttle or something. Um, no, maybe not. I overthink things a lot. So I'm, I'm on the freeway on the way back and I'm hitting traffic and I'm kind of starting to get worried and I uh, drive a little bit closer to the guy in front of me and uh, trying to go around all the people that leave too much of a gap in front of their vehicles and, uh, and try not to get into a wreck, basically. And then even the freeway exit is congested. It's usually pretty bad. So I have my little tricks to try to get in and out of there and back on a smaller street to get home. And so I get home. I use the bathroom real quick, drop my stuff off, say hi to the dogs, grab my, um, my keys, switch over and grab my audio equipment. And I figured, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to record a I Hate Traffic audio. And here we are. So that's the intro. Let's continue. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but I, yeah, I just wanted to say all that. And then uh, I, I figured, how cool would it be to just record an audio of picking somebody up at LAX and recording an audio the whole time there? or, or trying to get there and here we are so I'm, I'm coming in from the valley so I'm on the 405 which is generally what most people will take when they're going to LAX and I just went over the hump that's right after the uh, 101 and I obviously started the recording sometime there and so This is the first 
uh, area where it started to slow down maybe about a mile and a half behind me and uh, I'm just trying to take a breather and try to how would you say, accept that this congestion of, of vehicles, this sluggishness is completely beyond my control and all I can do is just smile and ride the roller coaster. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where everybody has their own way of dealing with it and I try not to get into the habit of messaging. Uh, of course, you, uh, as you've heard, I've been doing things in the background. But I, I try not to as much in the morning. It's usually so bad that that, that stop and go bumper to bumper nonsense, uh, I, I just get tired of it. And so I start cutting my facial hair and flossing my teeth. Um, I don't know, cleaning my eyes, um, polishing my glasses, writing notes, listening to podcasts, all of that stuff. And um, damn, I hope I don't see an accident. This guy in front of me, uh, well, he was on the carpool lane, and he just raced in front of me uh, pretty fast. Not, I don't think it was because I was coming up, I, or unless it was, maybe he thought I was going to be a jerk about it and not let him in but uh he went pretty abruptly and it was right after a motorcycle had just passed <clears throat> so it makes you think that i was being possessed there did you hear that um but and that's when the really nasty accidents happen where somebody does something stupid like that and the motorcycle is coming up behind them at i don't know 60 miles an hour which i've seen I, I, if I paid attention, I, I would almost say that I see that at least once a day. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, wait, did you reply at all yet? Um, okay. No reply from the either in 15 minutes. So I'm assuming that we're fine. Okay, so. Where was I? Yeah, and, and uh, it, it, just the people that ride motor, motor motorcycles, motorcycles out here, and or I, I would say in California, there's laws that allow lane sharing. Uh, lane sharing is uh, being able to have a motorcycle ride between the vehicles. So they're basically riding the line. I know that there's other states, I know there's definitely states that don't allow it, uh, and I don't believe that California is the only, I'm not positive about that, but I don't think it is, uh, but if it is, um, that shows you how crazy LA is, and California in general. Uh, yeah, they could ride their mo motorcycle in between the vehicles, so they're riding those lines, and so the carpool is a good one because as far as I, <coughs> uh, the rules read, uh, one of my uh, contrarian friends would argue the point, but the lanes at the left, the, the carpool, the ride share, whatever they call it everywhere else, 
it is two persons in a vehicle or more and it has like a double yellow line but which is on the driving stuff they always tell you that you should consider that a, a brick wall but on the other side of it you have a white line so I feel that the white line is telling you it's usually telling you that all these lanes are going the same direction and the yellow one says that it's opposite direction because you'll see a single yellow and that means that the traffic opposes each other there and so so these uh, I, I think that the line is telling you like don't cross in um, I, some people believe that it means you can cross out I've never heard that or, or read that anywhere uh, only from people believing that uh, so I don't know what they base it on but uh, some people believe you could exit it but um, I, I believe the book's rule actually says that you cannot cross it until it becomes dotted because when it becomes dotted that double yellow line drops out and the uh, white line goes dotted and you can uh, cross in and out at that point it, it says it on there um, so are you enjoying your little traffic lesson with Robert Lego um, I bet that's super boring um, maybe not maybe maybe you get your what is it your your rocks get your rocks uh, you get your jollies you get your jollies by listening to automobile sounds and uh, sorry I'm messing with the mic and um, horns traffic sounds and describing traffic laws maybe that's your thing um, I hope so because then at least one person's really enjoying this one um, what else do I have um, it's funny you start to kind of fish around just for things like hooks to thoughts when you're in traffic and every now and then I see like a Masonic logo or there's there's other ones there's um, there's one that has like a sword with stars and a crescent moon and there is I've even no I don't know I, I don't know I've, I've seen a lot of them and I, I've even seen ones with pentagrams and I don't know if it's like paganistic stuff or what but yeah I've seen uh, quite a bit of them and so you start thinking you're like uh, Mason oh he's one of them He's one of the people that know stuff that we're not supposed to know. Interesting. And then you pull up next to them and you kind of try to read them. And you wonder, what do they know? Do they, does he look worried? Does he, is he going somewhere? Does everything look cool? Um, just for thoughts, of course. It's just for uh, um, making you think. How's that for a plug on the other audios I've done? make you think um, look for it at your local internet um, or is that wrong your local internet access point um, what else uh, and you know surprisingly um, I, I would feel at least by how often I see people distracted I would feel that I would see car accidents maybe every every hour that I was on the road or every couple hours but I feel like it's not as much as you would expect 
while at the same time when I do see one which is I would say on an average one to two a day but uh, okay so when I'm seeing that a lot of times these are vehicles that are being loaded up to a flatbed or they're uh, starting to tow or they're uh, I, I would I guess if it's not that serious then people just drive off but I've seen some pretty ugly ones and the cars seem like they're just completely destroyed there's just no use to them anymore it's, it wouldn't even be worth repairing it's it's just uh, they're called salvage is that when it's not saved that would be the opposite no I know I've heard the term and you always want to know that you don't have a salvaged car you, when you're buying it you're like is this salvaged and they can't lie about that so I'm guessing it's the opposite then salvaged means it's been saved right oh I guess it would make sense because it was destroyed it was ready to go to the scrapyard and then they saved it yeah I guess so um, oh man this car in front of me just changed lanes and that's the other thing that really gets me and sometimes I, I go a little nuts I have a little fun on the road when I'm in my work truck but they change lanes so close to your bumper and it just feels like they're about to hit you uh, there was one point uh, at one point where I actually had to brake, and I knew that this person was changing lanes really close to me um, but I just treated like okay if this is gonna happen then this is gonna happen and I I slowed down just like I was uh, expected to if I didn't have a car changing lanes behind me very uh, close like that and I remember the car kind of swerved out of the way and he um, how do you say he swerved out of the way quickly and then when he pulled up next to me he looked at me kind of a little scared <coughs> but fun times um, I had one time where um, I'll just say road stories. How's that? Um, well, that looks like a really low-flying plane up there. It's doing a turn. So, um, okay, so I, I'm going to work, and I, I'm guessing that it's work because it's like really late at night, I believe. It must have been like. I must have had like a graveyard shift or something and so it's dark and I'm driving to work and I think it's a security work it must be and this car there's no other cars on the road and I or maybe there's a couple like kind of scattered everywhere and this car is approaching me in my lane so I don't think anything of it I'm going a little bit above the speed limit so I'm not worried it's a cop or anything like that but this car is just coming right at me and I'm just looking in the rear view and I'm just wondering, are they asleep? Are they going to hit me? What's going on? And they were slowing down towards the end, so I wasn't really as concerned that it was going to hit me. But it started uh, approaching closer and closer to the point where it's basically tailgating me. And so I'm kind of confused and I'm thinking, okay, you have, I don't know, four or five lanes and you choose to tailgate me. <laughs> and this is the time when uh, good old Robapi was good old Robert, good old goody two shoes, a nice guy Robert, 
um, was not so goody-goody. Uh, and I was more of a, of a, of a jerk, more of an asshole back then. And I slammed on my brakes, uh, kind of hoping that they would actually hit me so that we can finally pull over and see what's going on. And uh, they kind of braked, and I, they might have even high-beamed for a little while, and then they pulled up next to me. So when they pulled up next to me, not knowing if it's somebody with a revolver or somebody with uh, um, somebody with a weapon or who knows what, uh, pulling up next to me, and I look over and I I wish that the memory was different because it would make me sound a little cooler, but it's not. So I I believe I remember it being a woman. It was a girl, like a girl that's kind of the tomboyish, tough girl that likes to fix up her car. So she pulls up next to me, uh, just kind of confused. I don't know, honestly, if she thought that it was somebody she knew or what, but at the point of her pulling up next to me, I know I was pissed. I know I was pissed. And I'm sure that my face showed it because as soon as she looked at what my facial expression was, I saw fear in her face. And she w she looked very scared. And she just looked dead stare straight ahead of her. And she just sped off. And I don't know if that meant that she she realized like, oh, this isn't this is not my friend or my somebody that she was expecting. And and saying, oh crap, what what do you say after this? Or if I just exuded this rage that I was feeling because um, I wasn't in that great of a place and when I used to argue a lot at home and have a lot of problems I would have such a short fuse that I would always be at the brink of um, or I would say I would always hope that there was uh, a reason to be in a fight because it would let me uh, let go of some of my aggression that I was always feeling and bottling up uh, perfect for a crazy person right uh, but I'm all better now I'm healed um, what else so there was one other time where uh, I believe it was somebody behind me and I saw a car that I thought I recognized. So I was braking hard and I, I, it was kind of trying to taunt the person behind me. Uh, this is a little vague too, so I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat or alter any of it. I'm just gonna say how I remember it, which could be completely wrong if you heard the, uh, made you think on br the brain that I did. Uh, or if you've ever read any studies on the brain, uh, you'll find quickly that the memory is not what we think. And uh, so I am breaking and now the person's trying to go around me. So I cut over to the uh, cross the traffic on the opposite side of the street. And uh, the person tries to cut me off on the right side, but I'm not letting them through and or not cut me off, just try to get in front of me. And so finally I do a turn and they go crazy like all around me. And this is a bigger street, so I wasn't going to be too crazy there. 
and I saw that it wasn't somebody I knew and the girl was pretty pissed off I don't remember if she was in her car alone she must have had somebody else but she kept gesturing for me to pull over and um, I don't know if I tried to explain myself or just try to get out of there um, I, I, I'm probably tried to uh, try to like do the open palm thing like hey sorry but um, I remember them being very adamant of me um, stopping my vehicle and getting off and that wasn't gonna happen um, I, I think that a fight with a male and a female is one of the worst situations you can be in uh, for both because of many many reasons um, but yeah so I had those two and then uh, just recently I was in my work vehicle and I have my mirror set up a little low because when I'm driving if the headlights are adjusted a little off which there's tons of people that actually allow that to happen uh, for whatever reason maybe they change the light out or they hit something and it's misaligned but you'll feel like you're being high beamed by a handful of people uh, as you drive through LA and the area and so my mirrors are kind of adjusted a little low and all the side mirrors if you see they say the objects may appear closer than they are uh, those mirrors are not a flat just mirror it's actually a little is it convex or concave um, it, it's like a fisheye a little and that's because it, if it was just a straight shot you would only see that area but if you bend it a little as a matter of fact, the new mirrors I've been noticing on the outside lip of the mirror, they'll have a curve that's going outward, like a, a bevel there at the end. And it's all reflective, so it looks just like the mirror, but it's stretched out. And what that does is it works like your periphery vision, where you're seeing maybe something move there, or if it, you'll see... Uh, a vehicle you'll just see a wheel or something that'll let you know that oh hey there's a car in your blind spot um, apart from the little light that they have on there the indicator that says hey there's a guy on your blind spot watch out but oh, so where was I oh yeah so this guy pulls up behind me and uh, traffic is a little slow I'm, I'm trying to get on the freeway I'm on the street and I'm going bumper to bumper but uh, as we're moving maybe no more than 20 miles an hour I notice this guy's tailgating me and normally it's because I have a big gap in front of me for whatever reason or uh, somebody's just trying to be um, a, a jerk and so this person is like tailgating me and I look in the mirror and it's a funny thing because because my mirrors adjusted that way Jesus Christ buddy I give you props this is a gardener um, for a gardener to be driving like that, that's pretty impressive. He's like changing lanes like a racer. Props to him. Normally gardeners are so slow. Um, <laughs> as I'm proud of the guy that just cut me off. Uh, okay, so yeah, the, the, there's a little light on there that tells them. And uh, so this guy, the way my mirror is set up is when I look at the rear view... Uh, not the one up at the on the glass. I, I mean the side 
rear view mirror I to see the person's face I kind of have to arch my uh, my neck down or is that a right term I have to lean forward and when I do that it looks like I'm angry or something or like I'm I'm looking down at them or looking tough and so I, I look and I make dead eye contact with the guy and the guy is uh, probably having a bad day or being a tough guy that day or whatever it is and so I look and he's still kind of doing it I guess to try to show hey look I you didn't phase me and so I got a little more careful with my break uh, by careful I mean I was waiting for the last second to stop and uh, he probably didn't like that too much so then he's still just jerking around and, and tailgating and doing all that stuff so I changed lanes and now the next light that we get to he's gonna be side by side with me well this brave brave man actually left a whole car length in front of him because he didn't want to stop next to me I, I wasn't planning anything it's not like I was being a tough guy and oh as soon as he pulls up I'm gonna say this I it wasn't like that at all I just wanted to see what what he was how he was looking if he was mad if he just to see and he wouldn't pull up he wouldn't pull up and the light changes now and I'm moving forward a little inching and he's still not moving and then when the tra when the cars are all moved then he uh, it, it worked out where he just sped past me and then uh, over in in the direction that I was going so um, I don't know I, I kind of laughed at that that okay you're a tough guy you're either you're a tough guy that just fell apart or you're a person that had this goal that just completely dissolved halfway through because the person in front of you was for whatever reason not driving to your liking or driving too slow so much that you couldn't spare any space behind me and when you had a whole car length and a half in front of you you didn't want to pull up because the guy you were tailgating is right next to you at that point um, and just some Latin guy it's not I I could have taken him I, I could have taken took him I could have took him on um, maybe I don't know um, I took a little martial arts but I'm no Bruce Lee um, but uh, I'd like to think that I can hold my own okay uh, not against an MMA trainer but maybe with somebody with a decent uh, decent technique uh, not MMA I mean this just uh, fighting just regular fighting or even sparring because I did some sparring uh, in, in karate um, when I was two no I'm kidding I, I was in, I was older <laughs> um, so I, I'm still sitting in traffic bumper to bumper at 513 now any new messages nope watch watch them pass me they're on the shuttle on their way back and I look over like hey what the heck come on um, the bad thing is that I'm hitting traffic on the way here and then as soon as I pick them up we're sitting in traffic on the way back 
but the cool thing is that they are coming from Japan. So they got a lot of cool stuff to show. Um, let me see what else. What else do I got? Um, what a great thing, huh? Jeez, trying to get there early and then get held up on an elevator and then uh, that didn't even work at the end. It's fine if at the end you have the satisfaction of having it fixed, but I didn't even get that. Oh, man. So now I am, would this be like 10 minutes away? Wait, did I just pass the 10? Yeah, I just passed the 10. So if you, um, sounded like I was going to break into song, huh? If you, um, if you have somebody ask you, hey, would you mind picking me up from LAX? Make sure you say no if it's any time that might have traffic, which is all the time. So just say no. Just always say no. No, I'm kidding. But uh, it might be something to consider. Like if you're expecting a ride from someone or if you're going to try and do that, you might want to show up either late at night or midday. But even midday is risky because that's when all the activity is going on so an accident can really set you back so maybe really late at night or so early in the morning that there is no traffic yet like before seven uh, and that's all L LAX that's just how it is unless you're lucky and you live on the other side of the hill most people live in the San Fernando Valley and hop over the hill to LAX um, but there, there's these services, these shuttles that only cost, I don't think it even costs 10 bucks. I've taken them when I go to Japan. And you, uh, when you get there, you just show up at the place. So you get dropped off at the shuttle place. You pay for your ticket, which is like, uh, I want to say it was like 7 bucks maybe a couple years back when I went. And this shuttle will actually drop you off right at your gate. So on the way back, you just hop on the shuttle and you don't actually even pay there. You pay when you get to your destination. So at that point, they didn't have ATM, so have cash in case you try this. But the, excuse me, the, um, as long as you have cash just to play it safe. But um, yeah, you pay when you get there and it, it's just a cozy, comfortable shuttle with air conditioning so if you're, unless you're going to have a nice ride or nice talk on your ride, uh, like I will, or you really want to see that person, um, be prepared for this, for podcasts on the road, in traffic, stay tuned. Um, but yeah, those shuttles, it's pretty cool, like 10 bucks, it's a comfortable seat, um, it's, uh, well, now you got Uber and all the other stuff, huh? Rideshare, is that one? Um, but it's, um, it's actually pretty cozy, pretty cool. And uh, we're fairly close to one, so it's not that much of a challenge. I mean, worst case scenario, it, we'd be tired, but it wouldn't be impossible to walk from one of those stations to where I live. 
uh, so it makes it super easy I, in case everybody's busy or working I don't have to bug anybody to uh, get picked up from the LAX it's just horrifying and um, you've just been sitting in a plane for 14 hours you might as well just sit for another one in traffic right if you're like for me if I'm reading or I'm I got podcasts going um, I'm fine uh, I wonder if they're still getting their luggage and that's why I have silence right now uh, who knows but I'm still moving forward oh jeez this building's reflection <laughs> there's a building in LA it's the Disney Concert Hall if you look this up online the building actually has so unique of uh, curvature and architecture that just some guy some famous designer probably was uh, designed this place and decided that it'd be really cool to make it almost like reflective so much that it's like a mirror and so now what do you have now you have a bunch of curves and different structures and parts of this building that uh, move different or, or I should say bend and turn and move different angles all around this structure that you've designed and you want to reflect the Sun uh, we in LA have something ridiculous like 300 days of sunlight a year I, I thought it was something like that and it's usually uh, fairly sunny it's it's lately it's been very warm we're leaving winter now and it's as hot as summer um, like a mild summer and so this this uh, concert hall this Disney thing is um, is how do you say reflecting reflecting all this um, light all this heat to different parts of the street so when they surveyed the building uh, sorry I was cleaning up a little that's why I slowed down the story there but uh, this uh, building was creating spots around the area that were like over a hundred degree readings of just concentrated sunlight it was basically a magnifying glass randomly pointing at different parts of the building and not only that but there was even cases or reports of people either getting into or nearly getting into accidents because they're trying to uh, recover from this blinding light that just angled itself into the, the, their, their uh, path uh, from this concert hall and it, it's fairly up there too this is is that second street it might be first or second street um, but like the um, what is those those towers those two giant apartment towers it's famous um, I don't know whatever it is though but right there by I, I think Figueroa by Figueroa and first like it's only within a block or two of there but it, it's high up there like all the street goes up into a hill at that point uh, and then downtown kind of lowers down into a different level which is really weird if you think about it uh, but there's a lot of hills around that area there um, why did I say that oh 
Uh, excuse me. Um, I was saying that because... Let me roll down the window a little. I might get a little more noise, but... That 16-wheeler next to us. I just need a little bit of... Uh, Oh, another one. What's up with people this week, huh? I was driving back, I want to say it was yesterday, but it might have been the day before. So anyway, I'm driving back from a long day. I'm kind of uh, numb. I'm kind of um, bored and unamused by almost everything that I'm encountering. Oh, God, are you... What are you doing? This guy keeps pointing out are you pointing at a UFO or what either that or he's bouncing his hand to the beat of the song he sticks oh it's probably that because he looks like he's raising the roof now um, some black dude in front of me is um, sticking his hand out every now and then and doing like a hail Hitler but sometimes pointing and always like with a rhythm like a bounce like saying like oh yeah to the beat or something um, see, see how easily I'm distracted and you have to do this in traffic if not you go insane no that's how I cope with it yeah chain lane buddy I don't know what's up with you oh so this this uh, guy was um, like throwing up like gang signs and I think it was a white truck I, and I'm pulling up next to him so I look over make eye contact and I just numbly just observe him <laughs> like a specimen and he does some sort of sign or, or a point or something and I'm just dead stare at him and he does it like I don't know a couple of seconds trying to get a reaction out of me and <laughs> I uh, see see those motorcycles how fast must they be going um, you should know you're in the passenger seat um, oh yeah so he threw this gang sign at me and or whatever it was whatever he was gesturing or doing but like trying to scare me or just get a reaction and uh, by the way he it was a bit of a gangster looking dude um, if, if you understand what the cliche is like the probably a white t-shirt and tattoos maybe bald if not facial hair like an older essay and just hanging out his hat hand like not not giving enough yeah let me roll up the windows it's too much noise it's uh there's a school bus next to me i'll turn the air on if it gets warm oh geez how much longer at this rate, I'm going to get there. No, it's probably better. Even if we hit traffic, we're in the vehicle together. Because um, if they get the shuttle, it's going to take them an hour or two to get to the... To the... Um, uh, the stop. Oh, cool. The cop pulled out of his lane to let a motorcyclist don't tell me you're going to pull him over to let the cyclist go through and then the guy passed him and he threw the peace sign like hey thanks dude 
and then started driving. So they're buddies now. Oh jeez. Okay, it's I I'm 26 minutes late at this point. And I still hate traffic. And there's an Uber guy behind me. It's interesting this whole Uber thing is it's almost like it seems like a positive thing, but I can't help it being twisted around and said, well, if you don't share your car with other people, then there's no need for you to have a car because you could just call other people to drive you. I could see arguments like that where it's it wouldn't be commonplace for everybody to own a vehicle if they can afford it, uh, which is impossible, right? That's never going to happen because capitalism. Um, okay, here's a message. Where are you at? Oh, whoa. Hey, are you here? Um, I'm on 405 traffic dot sorry emoji exclamation point exclamation point frowny face, animated gif, um, what else, what are they throwing there, lol, uh, lmafo, whatever that, all that long one is, um, what do we got, one, that's three, oh, one mile away, if everything started moving, we'd be in so much better shape. Because I, I don't think I'm that far. <clears throat> Let me think. That's the 90. And I think that after those, we have... What is it? Like Jefferson? Culver? Culver's behind me. Jefferson? La Tijera? La, La Tijera? La Tijera? Or for them white people? Um, Florence, Manchester, Century, and I think that's where the exit is. So if they're about a mile apart, and I'm like four miles away, but we're not moving! Jesus! Um, yeah, that'd be great. Im imagine a I do one of these podcasts that I hate traffic once and I'm just just cussing and punching the steering wheel and throwing stuff and just just going nuts every 10 minutes. Um, if only I knew if that was going to be enjoyable, that'd be a good show um, or not, just so that I could know. Um, like an alternate universe. Oh, Jesus. It's funny because you don't have much of a choice when you're sitting in traffic. Um, unless you're one of those Fast and Furious dudes, you're not going to be trying too many wild things. It might save you a little while, and maybe if you're really in a hurry, it might be uh, possible. Or maybe if you are so much of a cool guy, so much of a rebel, of a don't-tell-me-what-to-do attitude kind of dude, if you're more like one of those, then maybe 
maybe you can kind of swerve in and out of cars and get there. I remember reading somewhere that it was like, what is it, like 30 or 60 seconds, something like that. 60 seconds or at most, like it was no more than three minutes, whatever it was. And I, I thought, what, what are you going to do with those three extra minutes, buddy? Um, assuming that you miss all the other cars you're not going to get into a wreck with any of them and that no cop is going to see you and get some cash out of your wallet um but yeah other than that it's nothing that is avoidable if you have the those apps that tell you how to get to a location quicker if you have something like that that might work but it's uh, it, it's probably a little more useful when you're on the street and it probably if you turn that thing on it would immediately tell you to get off the freeway there's a cop stopped on the side he's just like let me just wait for somebody to do something stupid or he was on the phone uh, looked like he had his fingers or his hand up to his ear and his finger almost like it was pushing an earpiece into his ear Earpiece, ear set. What's the, what's the, speaker part of a phone? Earpiece. Earpiece goes inside the ear, right? Ear. Ear. Receiver. Receiver is the microphone part. Put your mouth up to the receiver. I. Whatever. Okay. Look. Uh, was I right? It is. Oh, Sepulveda. Sepulveda. Sepulveda, La Tijera, La Tijera, Florence. Yeah, that's what I said, right? Florence, Manchester, Century, um, Highway. What is it? Imperial Highway? I don't know. Century, Imperial Highway. Those are in that vicinity. I'm not sure. But hey, on the bright side... The traffic on the other side is starting to move a little, so maybe we won't hit as much traffic on the way back. Um, don't worry, honey. I'll pick you up from the airport. Don't worry. I'll start early. I'll go to work two hours early. How's that, honey? Uh, um, Apart from everything else being wrong, right? It's not just that. It's just a bunch of stuff that I had to do. And um, there wasn't enough time for them. Lucille Barbecue. I wonder if that's any good. Oh, jeez. You know what's a, another thing that you need to watch out? The person in front of you can absolutely drive you bananas. If the person is one of those... Uh, people that follow their the vehicle in front of them just so close that it, I mean if you were walking you could elbow the person without with just the twisting movements uh, if they're driving that close that means that whoa yeah this guy on a on a moped I didn't know they drove those on the freeway well anyway this guy is uh this Lexus kind of rolled over into the those lines I was talking about earlier 
and the moped barely had any room between the two so I moved over a little just to let him and not hit me and he kind of stopped and dogged you know what that means he was dogging him um, the guy in the car he was just giving him a look uh, for a couple seconds and then drove off those things are kind of scary but then again the crotch rockets are see they're all bad because the okay those you're kind of like sitting in a prissy position like you're uh, eating spaghetti with a spoon and fork um, it's like sitting up straight and legs together and it, it, it's not a tough looking pose but you know what I know a bit of a shortcut through here but I'm not sure yeah what if I get caught right uh, here I have avenues to exit over there I might be stuck yeah I was gonna take this shortcut I know uh, through like really close to the coast but it might make things worse yeah see Tijera Florence Manchester Century okay so I'm two miles away Um, 35 minutes, let them catch their breath, absorb a little smog, and get a little used to LA, you know? Just uh, a little exposure so that they can uh, settle in a little, and then I'll pick them up. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so when they're tailgating you, the guy in front of you, uh, the problem is if you feel robbed, like every time somebody gets in front of you, if you feel like you just lost a challenge, then you need to find this happy medium, the medium where you're following close, but not close enough where you got to break really hard. Cause that's not only dangerous for you hitting that person, but I always worry about the car behind me more because I, I constantly see people texting and, and using their phones so often or just doing everything everything from eating makeup reading maps reading scripts what it looks like uh, maybe job applications or descriptions I don't know what they're doing but there's uh, it's rare that somebody's just sitting on their in their vehicle uh, I shouldn't say it's rare but it, it's not uncommon to see them doing something that you normally would I mean I floss I floss behind the wheel how's that um, oh, I'm getting a call. Hang on. Let me in, buddy. Jesus, what's wrong with you, jerk? I had to cut him off. I'm like signaling for a while and he's still just inching in, inching in. And I'm like, well, I asked and now I'm coming in. All right. So I, I'm almost uh, going to exit. Here's another tip. Traveling to LAX. Tip number two. Um, or have, have I given tips yet? Whatever. Traveling tip. No number. LAX tips. Um, if you're going to go there, I don't know if it's every airport, but parking in, on LAX is, is pretty expensive. I think, I want to say it was something like $13 for the first hour or 30 minutes. First 30 minutes, $13. And then it jumps up quickly. Um, next thing you know, you got a million dollar bill. No, I'm kidding. But um, 
if that's a concern for you, then you might want to not show up as early. So maybe that's why we in LA are so. Uh, okay, last time I went around for long run. Let's see if I can cut through here. Um, yeah, I don't know which one of the or what the difference is between the the two. But I'm gonna try west this time. Last time I went east and I had to take the street for a handful of blocks, like four blocks maybe. Long-term airport parking, right lane, no? Okay, we're good. Doing good so far. Century Airport, left. All right, oh, I know this area. I have an elevator close by. Eighth, jeez, I almost cursed myself buddy what's up buddy jeez okay you know what I kind of like that one I, I think I recommend that one more go to west because when I went east I had to go around this whole area go again buddy jeez oh. watch out people Yeah, go west. If you're going on the five, uh, 405 South and you're going to LAX, ed exit Century and go Century West, not east. East is... Um, you know what? No, scratch that. Erase that number tip. The My, my editor will get it. I don't, I don't edit anything. Um, unless I do on this one. But I, I try not to. I'm too lazy to. Um, I don't know now. It might be the same thing. It felt longer the last time. Car rentals. Alright, this is where the signs start to get a little crazy. Um, oh, is it going to be straight? You know what? I work around here. I'm going to figure this out so that I know exactly which way to go. But from here, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be straight. Yeah, see, there's a aviation. I could have got the 105 then. The 105 is, it ends on Sepulveda. Okay, yeah, it's gonna, up ahead, I'm still just going straight. Um, and I see that departing is on the right, so arriving is on the left. And so this means that when I get there, this audio is going to cut off abruptly, okay? So thanks for listening. I hope you hate traffic as much as I do. Uh, there's another call. Give me a sec. Okay, false alarm. No, uh, that's confirmation of my... Um, location for rendezvous point arrival flights departing flights yeah so arrivals on the left if you're following on your um, tracking system software thingy in the future um, interactive I don't know whatever if you care that's LAX so that's how long it took me how long have I been talking Apart from, what does it say? Admin building, visitor parking. Um, 
United, Southwest. Um, okay, so thanks for listening. Thanks for making it this far. And this was me getting to LAX, hating traffic, just hating it. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.